Hi, my name is Gordon and this is the very first episode of the Politicat. Um, I'm not sure if I'm calling it a podcast or whatever. Um, essentially, it's going to be um, three sort of related um, news or opinion things uh, in, in one more or less hour-long um, episode. Uh, I'm going to do, um, I'm going to release the audio as well um, as a as a podcast, as a separate uh, podcast on Anchor as well. So, without further ado, um, so the um, the the first one is basically well, I mean, there's there's a lot of ongoing kind of stories. Uh, ongoing political um, things. Uh, so, as the title says, the Brexit bus is coming and nobody yet has a clue what shape it'll take. Um, so, we're going to start with um, with three. Uh, a second, there we go. So, what I've I've been trying to get, um, I've been trying to expand out further in my in my sources. Uh, so usually, I mean, I'm quite familiar with The Guardian, that's usually my go-to when it comes to opinion stuff. Um, but I want, I want to always go out to a bit of variety, basically. Um, so the the story here is, is from The Express. Now, I don't know um, what I don't know if the Express are, are right or left leaning. Um, I think they might be right leaning, judging by some of the other stories. Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the the thing on this article, there's a couple of things. First of all, it's about um, a, a Remain campaigner, campaigner sorry, um, Charlie Mullins, who is. Uh, the, I don't know if he's the owner of Pimlico Plumbers. Uh, is that's I got did read through this. Oh yeah, um, former Conservative donor and Pimlico Plumbers founder Charlie Mullins erected a sign over his London his company London HQ proclaiming Brexit. Nobody voted to be poorer. Um, now the the first thing that I was going to mention about this is the fact that prepared to go to prison. Well, it, it's an opinion. It's there's nothing. Um, a Pimlico uh, Plumbers founder refuses to take down the anti-Brexit sign. So there's nothing. It's it's a political opinion. Well, if if he's got um, well, there you go. Uh, so. Was asked about uh, RT host Bill Dodd uh, asked whether it's wise marketing to install a sign pointing out that some of the company's clients would be pro Brexit as well as some British plumbers. So it's actually good for business because, as you're probably aware, in London, seventy percent of the vote voters were remain. Um, so the it's it's, a, it's his political opinion. That's fine. I happen to to agree. I, I would I would I voted to remain in the EU as well, um, but whether that's, 
you know, whether that's pro or doesn't matter what side it is, there's nothing wrong with with him having his a political opinion. Um, he is he is putting he is using his um, his wealth is what's I don't know what the right term is his his platform basically to be able to campaign for something that he uh, or to to advertise for something that he believes in that could go um, that that could just as easily um, because it's a kind of controversial thing one way or the other um, then that could just as easily get people who are pro-remainers to say you know what we're going to give this guy a business uh, so it might get more like that which he seems to be saying um, it's actually good for business because um, London wanted to remain um, I don't know if he does business outside London he might lose business in the more Brexit friendly areas I, I don't know um, but in the same token that's that's him that's his choice to make um, that, that's, that's his choice to make um, so one of the, the arguments here um, that he was the points put to him was that he just wanted cheaper um, cheaper wages and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there you go. The host, host asked Mr Mullins uh, whether Mr Mullins wanted to keep Britain in the Brussels club. Well, and the, the Brussels club is, um, I, I would argue, that's this is a, a pro-leave um, outlet, or a pro-leave... Actually, that, that was RT host, so um, that seems like a kind of... And the Brussels club... Eh, um, uh, but anyway, so to allow protection of cheaper labour coming in from EU, which fair point, that's one of the things um, that they, that uh, that they would definitely um, gain there. Um, he's saying he just wants to protect the for the future uh, of our children and grandchildren, the future of all businesses. Um, he might genuinely believe that, um, but yeah, who, who knows. Um, it would certainly, I would imagine, it would certainly gain from the cheaper labour. Uh, so there could could also be an element of truth in that. Um, he's also saying that um, we shouldn't let someone who um, someone like Theresa May, um, that someone who uh, who doesn't understand business uh, and can't negotiate a good deal and, and all that, um, go and ruin everything. Um, you know, so that uh, that could also be part of it. It's just a uh, his uh, is a former a uh, former conservative donor. So by the sounds of that, the bigger thing is he's basically split from the Tories over um, over the uh, the sort of the Brexiteer side. Of the Tories managing to to get their way, um, both in terms of getting pushing enough putting put enough pressure on David Cameron to get the referendum and then to go out and win the referendum, um, and he's gonna uh, he's seen a different thing on that. So anyway, um, the point of this is I I, I didn't see anywhere in here. Um, I could be wrong, but I. 
don't see anything in here that anyone fortunately taken down um, or saying that you'll go to you're faced to courts or go to jail or whatever uh, that the go to jail bit is or go to prison but um, that's that seems like hyperbole that's maybe just stating the strength of his opinion um the uh, something at the bottom here as well um right and this is um quotes from theresa may um so we will never break up uh, will not betray the result of the referendum in other words we will leave um and we will never break up our country which you've got a big problem in in northern ireland in terms of the the border um that's going to be very very tough to take in a um to work around to find a solution um and especially with um oh somebody in the dup is arlene Warren foster is arlene foster the dup um leader very staunch unionist um who is saying you know absolutely we will not be be part of a different deal from the rest of the, the uk so whatever the, the the agreement in the rest of the uk is that also applies to the northern north that's that's very difficult i don't know how they're going to get around that um but either way that seems to be two two contradictory things you will not betray the result of the referendum um and they'll never break up a country this uh can't see it um or I, I i can see his lack of faith and and theresa may put it that way so anyway uh so i'm trying to, to get into a flow of preparing three stories all kind of related uh and then hopefully um get through the three of them in under an hour uh, I'm not going to pad it out if it doesn't take as long as that, so be it. But that's the plan, is to do a kind of three-act thing. Um, so, the I've left, you'll see here in my tabs, um, the, the SNP one, there's, there's a lot in that. So, um, I've left that to the end. Um, so, the next one is from, so that was the Express, which it sounds like a, um, either a, Pro, all right, some somewhere on the right. I would need to, I would need to check that, but it sounds like a more right wing outlet. Um, but anyway, so the next one, I've no idea politically where the um, where the new new statesman uh, lies. But anyway, um, so this is from uh, or by uh, what is that? By well, Stephen Bush on the um, New Statesman and it's the thing that caught me uh, that caught me interested in this <sighs> damn it right um, I hate these I don't ah scroll down so you can't see the the god damn it right anyway so the the, the break Brexit deal, so try to scooch in between there. So a Brexit deal is very close, but is irrelevant if May can't win over a party, right? I knew the new title was something like that, but this damn thing coming over the top of it. Um, 
so anyway, and that sort of jumping about as you're scrolling, right? Anyway, so that's um, that's no uh, Stephen Stephen Bush's fault. That's just the website. Um, anyway, so the thing that was interesting about this was the in contrast to the the first story was about a donor's um, assessment of or his reaction, his belief on how um, on the Theresa May's ability to, to get a, a good deal and, and all that. Um, this is the thing that was interesting about this was how how close or how much of her own party that she doesn't how much how much the Tories are, are split on on their views on Brexit. Uh, you've got the the government or the you trying to put something in, in the checkers thing, and I'm not even sure what the details are in that. Um, it will be a kind of a muddle because there's <laughs> there's no other way to do it. Um, it will be a muddle, of course it will. Um, the the Brexiteers was always always going to be pie in the sky anyway. Uh, or the hard Brexiteer um, ideas are always going to be pie in the sky anyway. Um, but the the proposals that Theresa May has put together in, in Checkers, well, there's she she there's enough of the of the Conservative um, party uh, that are on the the. Uh, the Brexit Brexit ultras, um, and you know th this is the argument of um, that doesn't take that many. If if there's if the party is that split, um, then it doesn't take that many to tip it over and manage to get the vote to go the other way. Um, so if the more that she has to um, to make it realistic. To make the deal kind of realistic, because let's face it, time is ticking. So, the more that she has to to sort of compromise to be realistic, um, and one of the one of the things that's mentioned here is about the uh, the freedom of movement. Um, where is it? There we go. Uh, Something that hasn't been appreciated about the government's ludicrous proposal on skilled and unskilled migration, uh, the only way those plans can possibly be economically workable is if your expectation that the UK will make a generous offer on something that looks a hell of a lot like free movement and trade talks. And free movement is that's one of the um, one of the key things about uh, for the Brexiteers have been pushing for. But control our borders, stop who comes in, um, or the ability to control who comes in um, without having a um, a court in a foreign country uh, dictating that uh, that X number of citizens are allowed in and, and whatever, and that we can't stop them and, and whatever. So again, this um, this is about can can Theresa May win over her own party and even then she's got the the other thing of she needs to also win over parliament 
was was that and and oh excuse me on that that was my cue to go on to the third uh the third story i mean yeah that was my three that was my third one sorry so uh right so the the title here this is a guardian um the, the SNP could back setting Brexit referendum tied to independence vote. Uh, so the, the, the sub uh, title here. The party wants to know uh, the country will not have to leave the EU if the Scottish majority vote to stay. Oof, right, okay, so where do I start on this? I suppose to get any, any kind of bias, uh, any accusation of bias or whatever um, out the way, I voted for independence in 2014. I am not a member of, I'm not affiliated to any party, I'm not a member of any party. Um, I'm sort of traditionally more kind of old school Labour um, in terms of for the people, just broadly speaking, I'm, I'm in that kind of camp, but I don't have any affiliation to any party. Um, so the, with this, Right, where, where do I start? So, you could argue, well, the SNP party could support a second referendum on Brexit if there was a guarantee that Scotland could also hold another vote on independence, um, which you could argue on one hand it's opportunist, um, that they are, they're holding out that, that kind of card to say, right, we'll back it if we get our way on this. Yeah, I mean, you could do that. On on the other hand, um, on the other hand, part of the well, when anyone votes in a, in a, in a an election or a referendum, no one knows why they vote the way they do. No one knows the the, 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 the things that built up to to them saying, "Yeah, I'm going to vote this way." No, no one knows. So part of the the big the um, the the big sort of hammer well, one of the hammering points was oh Scotland will be outside of the EU if if you go independent and that being in the EU is crucial that like it's really really important um, it's catastrophic if you're outside the EU so therefore that that's a big thing so um, and then step forward a couple of years and we're part of uh, well, Scotland as part of the UK, um, the UK largely based, uh, led by England, have voted to leave, and it's th that the vote overall has taken all four parts of the UK out of the EU. Now, um, England did vote to leave, uh, Wales I think voted to leave as well, albeit very narrowly. Uh, Northern Ireland, I think, I think they voted to stay, but but narrowly as well. Uh, Scotland voted to stay. Um, you know, as I, I don't like this first past the post system because it's for me it's not democratic. But you've got to judge everything by the same yardstick and by that first past the post thing. 
uh, or first past the post system, then you know uh, Scotland voted to stay. But yet, but yet we're getting we're getting dragged out of the EU. So that that as much as yes, it is it is opportunist for the SNP to to sort of say look, we could we will help you here if you just help us. I mean, okay, that's real politic. Um, but that's also them saying um, them sticking up for the um, the majority who voted to um, to remain in the EU. Um, you know, so that's that's the other side. And again, the point is another vote on independence. So it's not it's not saying that we want to go independent. It's just we want another vote. Um, the on the the sort of the fairness of it, um, said ah, hang on, who was that? That's uh, Blackford, Ian Blackford. Uh, right, Ian Blackford said the SNP wanted clear clear assurances that if a majority of Scottish voters again chose to remain in the EU, but the opposite happened in the rest of the UK then Scotland would not be forced to accept the result. Um, now that does mean, by definition, that does mean... Actually, now that I think about it, that, that, that does mean independence then. Surely it must mean independence. Because if... Again, that, that puts another, another big problem on, on the, uh, Theresa May's door, basically on her desk. And that she's saying, I don't, I'm not going to break up the country. I'm not going to allow the country to break up. So um, there's Northern Ireland, which is a problem uh, in terms of Brexit, uh, and then there's Scotland, where the people said they want to stay in. Um, so again, it's about the uh, the the fairness, basically. Be very very difficult for those campaigning for a fresh Brexit vote to deny Scotland a second independence referendum under those circumstances, which I actually kind of agree with. Um, so uh, again, um, it's about putting the question because the um, when oh, let me see, yeah, so. When, because because Theresa May didn't get much of a, um, she needed basically other other parties outside. Um, she lost her majority and whatever. Um, then she needs all the help she can get basically. Um, so that might be enough to to push them over. Um, you know. I mean, the SNP, as far as I'm aware, have always been pro-independence. But then again, um, who, who knows? And even then, the for for those that are looking for the a second Brexit referendum, whether um, I mean, I would certainly argue for that as well, um, because I think a lot of the the lead up to the referendum. It, it was just it was just a clusterfuck basically. People didn't know what it was. You've got all the different opinions as to what what's what the actual issues are, but a lot of people just didn't know. 
So um, and those are only becoming obvious, like the the peace process in Northern Ireland or uh, various things. So these are things that only come out once the vote has been uh, has been ha had, and they've got to start dealing with it. At that point, these um, these come at the fore. So I think at that point you're talking about the second referendum because the first one was quite narrow. The the outcome is a lot less certain than um, than even a lot of the Brexiteers or the kind of soft Brexiteers thought it would be, um, and I, I can quite believe that. Uh, I mean, there's already some people like um, or Ruth Davidson, I think, um, the the Tory uh, leader in uh, in Scotland, or the, the leader of the Scottish Tories. Um, she's already said that. Um, if there's a second uh, Brexit referendum, she would vote to remain. I don't know if she voted to leave or, or remain the first time round. Um, but there's already people who, maybe ideally, they would want to be out, but they're realising that it's actually not as simple as that, and there's a lot more uh, to it, and that maybe it's not a good idea at the moment. Leaving, I, I don't know. Um, but I think there's already um, yeah, I mean, this this seems. Um, the right, Blackford confirmed that Sturgeon's aides had also floated another option which would involve structuring the second Brexit, a second Brexit referendum so that all four UK nations would need to vote the same way for the result to be valid. Um, the, the SNP says no, so it, mean, it would mean that no part of the UK would be forced to accept an outcome it didn't support. Which is that's that's democracy basically. Um, that, that's 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 democracy. Um, the the thing, other parties are highly unlikely to back the idea, however, because it would give the smaller nations a veto on the result. Which again, that's democracy is something you support when when it's in your favour, basically. Um, the, this is a other parties. Basically, the Tories and, and Labour, um, they're perfectly happy with an undemocratic first-past-the-post and um, undemocratic, like, Westminster um, governing the, the whole of the UK and um, perfectly happy with that. So, again, um, interesting times ahead. Um, uh, so that also mentioned as well about the um, the the sexual harassment uh, allegations um, against Alex Salmond. Again, um, you know, uh, let that let that take its course. Um, follow the evidence. Um, but the point here, yeah, is about the um, could back a second Brexit referendum tied to independence. Um, yeah, I mean, as I said, it, part of it could be seen as opportunist. Um, it could also be 
you could just as easily say that it's the the SNP standing up for um, for the people of Scotland who first passed the post as undemocratic as that is a hundred percent of the constituencies voted to remain um, again I, so yeah um, so that's that's basically there's quite a lot in that um, and so again this is uh, uh, so it's again talking about um, Nicola Sturgeon make it's not not made a final decision on that yet so it's um, but it's also a good point she faced a difficult dilemma choose between thwarting Brexit or pressing on with independence well um, <laughs> yes kind of but then again it's not if the SNP voted against what the what the Tories or what Theresa May or Checkers or whatever it turns out to be um, plans on Brexit then it's not the SNP that are, are thwarting that, they're a tiny minority. Um, it's, they've not managed to convince enough people, and they've not managed to convince enough, or especially on their own side. Um, it's their own side, um, that the majority of the sort of the right-leaning people, the small C conservative um, leaning people, um, who have got the, the whole um, Britain first and that, maybe that's not the right term because there's, a, um, there's an organisation called Britain first um, maybe that's not quite the right term but the, the kind of um, the rule Britannia type um, flag waving patriotism thing, it's them that, that have sold the dream of Brexit that was wholly unrealistic, wholly hyperbolic, um, and it's it's them, you know. It's if if they've got enough of if they can't get enough of them on side, then then it's going to fail. I mean, thirty five was it thirty? Uh, where are they? Thirty? Was it fifty three? Hang on, where's the number of SNP? Now bear in mind there's like 600 and something um, MPs in Westminster, 640 or something. Uh, there, the SNP's 35. I mean, okay, they could swing it one way or the other, but um, but that's not, that's not thwarting it. <laughs> um, that's not thwarting it at all. 35, 35 people, that's... In a, in a poll of 600 nods um, I don't buy that um, that's that's basically kinda, that's the angle of choose between um, basically are you a patriot as in patriot to the, to the UK um, and, and going along with what, uh, what England has voted for um, or do you want to um, do, do you want to stick up for what the people who voted for you want or the people 
you know, uh, people, uh, not vote for you, but people in your, in your constituencies, basically. The SNP, for those that don't know, the SNP only stand for election in Scotland. They don't have any, any they don't stand anywhere else. Um, the, the Tories, Labour, Lib Dem, they've all got uh, departments in Scotland and Wales and whatever, um, but they are essentially Westminster parties. The SNP don't stand anywhere else. Uh, so the people who put the SNP in, in power are the people of Scotland. Uh, and the people of Scotland voted to remain in the EU and that's that's what she's that's that's what she's she's um, duty bound as the as the first minister of Scotland to to, to fight for. So anyway, um, as I said, I left that one till uh, till the end because there's a lot more to it than that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to include the the links to all three of these stories. In the in the notes, I'm also going to put out. Uh, I've got a purpose for the uh, Pinterest or Instagram uh, Pinterest link is. Um, so I've taken like screen grabs of the the entire article. Um, for people that don't want to to give the clicks to either the Guardian, uh, New Statesman, or uh, Ex the Express. Yeah, Express. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll. I'll yeah, I'll do something with that as well. Um, so again, this is the first um, the first episode of the uh, of Politic app. Um, we hopefully I'm going to I'm, I'm planning to do this uh, once a week or so uh, with three stories, all in one take, just just one after the other or one story after the other. Um, yeah, I mean, it, when it comes down to it, it you know, how, how many people would have changed, have potentially changed their votes one way or the other? Um, whether people who backed independence for Scotland, which I did, um, would they would they still uh, vote vote for Scottish independence with slightly different circumstances? Who knows? Um, or would they have changed? I know some people, and the same with with the EU, would for people that vote, voted Brexit, would they still vote for Brexit after that? Who knows? Would they would they back remain? Who knows? Um, the yeah. So I, I think because the the the, the margins are quite tight, and, and both. Uh, the sort of opinion polls are quite tight on both. It's certainly all to play for, basically. I don't think anything's settled at all. Um, and, yeah. Uh, so, we'll, we'll, um, to avoid getting, getting repeating myself and going back in it again, I'm going to end that here. And I'm going to say thanks for watching. Uh, if you're on YouTube, uh, thanks for listening. If you're doing it through Anchor. Um, and... Yeah, uh, so hopefully until uh, back to OBS. Um, so hopefully until uh, until next week. Um, I I bid you adieu. Bye.